Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned in to Espresso with Lan Lee. This is episode 24. What's up? What's up? What's up? This isn't Martin. I just didn't know what to say. Thank you for joining. Welcome to another episode of Espresso with me, the boy Land Lees, <clears throat> and we are in here today once again, once again, once again, once again. Um, you know what the hell is going on? I don't really know. We are back in here for another episode. Um, you know, <clears throat> what's been on my mind? I don't know what's been on my mind. Uh, I was thinking about, um, you know, I work on a lot of different random things. I've always been a really creative person. I do a lot of, uh, video editing and, and, you know, the video editing I do is really, some of it's just for fun. Some of it is, um, kind of like a bunch of ideas and then I want to put them together later as uh one big thing or at least uh, sometimes that's what I'm hoping to do but anyway um you know I just um I was thinking about all the things I used to work on too and uh like I'm still there's a documentary I'm working on from my uh, grandmother's 80th birthday party. Trying to have that done before her 81st. Um, because <laughs> don't know why I took so long. Um, that's the thing, man. So many ideas just flow through my head all the time. But anyway, I used to um, I used to act, too, when I was younger. When we lived in California, my mom used to always try to get me into a little bit of everything. And she had me in, um, uh, we, I believe we had an agent. But uh, I did the headshots and all that shit. And we were in, um, she had me acting a lot of different stuff. Some of the people, um, like Taj Mori, I used to see him in auditions and stuff and um, there's a couple other people I can't remember, but they were in commercials and shit when I was younger. I ended up getting a commercial to this day. I cannot find it. I want to find it. I really need to ask my mom again, um, exactly what it was, but is it, it, what I remember, if I can remember this correctly, it was like a, um, whirlpool kitchen dishwasher something refrigerator commercial something like that but um i remember we got paid a good amount probably three or five three it was even three to five hundred dollars for that commercial and um we went to my mom bought me a whole bunch of summer toys with that shit 
And I ended up, <clears throat> this is so funny because now I'm remembering that uh, I ended up getting a pogo stick, and that was the first time I ever had a damn pogo stick. Loved it. That um, that pogo stick was my shit. Uh, those were really good times. But um, I brought that up, I guess, because um, I have an announcement to make. I'm getting back into acting. <laughs> No, I thought about it, but, um, you know, I, I shot some uh, emails here and there in recent years. Um, nothing that I um, followed up on to be real serious, but, you know, you get a good gig, and sometimes these commercials, that's why these people, I mean, you got to keep working, but, you know, one gig, the $500, and sometimes 1000 could be more now. That was in the 90s. Uh, early, early 90s when I did that. But, um, you know, I, I don't know. You know, the gigs, uh, I wouldn't mind doing a couple commercials, uh, you know. But I'm just, I don't know. I'm just that guy that's in that thought process. was something I got to kind of break out of, and I'm trying real hard. But I'm really creative, and I usually have ideas, and if I can't get to what I need to get to fast enough, I'm like, oh, well, I'll just do it myself because I can. Um, It'll be low budget, but you know. And if you get a good enough team together, you can make stuff happen. But nowadays, I don't know if you can get the team without them seeing you have a bunch of money and all that bullshit and, you know. It's all a bunch of fuckery with people. But anyway, I'm going to try to um, I might try to get into some shit, you know, might do my acting chops. Thus thou, you know, I can say thus thou or I can do like. Uh, Y'all already know I can do voices, the voiceover shit. I really want to try to do uh, if I can. Um. And I also say that to say, guys, you can do what you want. You don't have to stick to one thing. Everybody's doing multiple shits. Got to. But also, I just want to live and we just want to relax and be free and go on vacay. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> hopefully I can get into some of that shit and maybe do something else and uh, maybe do these voiceovers and be like, Hello, mate. Yeah, I don't know if that was good or not, but y'all know what it is. Anyway, uh, speaking of uh, that uh, getting money in the rich shit in the Hollywood. I'm about to segue. That was a segue. Um, There's a little trend thing online. TikTok. Um, and it's a... Uh, it's this thing where people, you know, most of the regulars like us or the the middle poor class, whatever everything is. If you ain't got millions in the bank, then you, you just ain't got shit. Anyway, um, <clears throat> or there's been these like questions and people have been talking about how like rich people will just ask you wild questions, you know, because they think. They just live in this whole world that's not the the regular world, you know. Um, 
and uh, or or you know they rich so the, them their grocery store ain't the same as our grocery store you know but um anyway they um got they've been asking they've been uh posting a bunch of uh experiences of them like going to these colleges and um you know some people got uh go to college for on scholarships and everything like that and the rich people there are just like you know asking questions like where's where's your skis and people are like huh i don't ever i've never even been skiing you know when that's like a normal thing for them and it's just wild that they live in that world um and i think people's issue with it is that when they talk about something they had it hard or something like that it's not even close to the shit that we deal with every day just because we don't have no money or something like that it's just it's just wild to me when you see uh when you hear some of these stories um i i want to play you a um i'm gonna play one account this girl hers is a little long so i may not play the whole thing but her whole account about this uh rich uh questions there's a whole lot of them but hers is just is is just uh it's just a good peek into that world of um you know what she encountered people who grew up with money like literally look into your eyes and ask you something insane when i first filled out my fafsa for my freshman year my family's income was eighteen thousand dollars for a family of four and i got a full ride scholarship to a top university that accepts like 16 percent of students and let me tell you some of the crazy shit that people said to me wow jess i wish i was poor because you have so much work experience for a freshman like you've literally been working forever thanks one time these girls invited me to this like bougie Boston brunch place and I was like, oh, I don't think I can go because I can't afford it. And they literally looked me up and down and they're like, girl, you can totally afford it. Like you're so skinny. They thought I meant the calories that I couldn't afford to eat that amount of calories. They didn't think I was talking about money. One of my family members was really bitter that I got a full ride scholarship and she was like, you are very privileged. You should know that because the real oppressed people are like the upper middle class. I don't think people realize like how truly traumatizing poverty is like even though I have like a nice apartment and stuff like that like I still think like I'm poor my freshman year I gained like 50 pounds because I had a binge eating disorder because I wasn't used to having access to food in the dining hall I literally cried like every day because I didn't have health insurance and my roommate had Gucci flip-flops to take showers in the communal showers with when you do have money, you don't think about it. When you don't have money, it literally infects every single aspect of your life and will traumatize you forever. Like, I literally have CPTSD. <laughs> uh, you might have just heard some buzzing, and I'm keeping it in. It was probably because the fucking clip I used was coming off the phone. So, yeah, it's okay. Deal with it. I was just using that to... um get a point across but uh yeah that was just one person's experience but um i just heard so many stories and it 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 was just really really wild to hear that big difference you know but um this is why we trying to get the money got to get the money (laughs) 
oh man into the depression and all that shit man you know everybody uh i know a lot of people are going in and out of it you know i got a friend who we used to hang real tough when we were teenagers and shit a little bit as we got older but as uh you know he had a child and you know as time goes on he uh just got a little distant and uh i know his father passed away and his brother um seems to be doing really well and but um i haven't talked to this friend in a long time uh had one encounter on the phone recently but that was about it but, you know, he talked as if nothing was going on, as if I hadn't talked to him in years, you know. Um, but uh, I thought that was a little weird because, you know, this is the thing. People are – that type of behavior is a depressive behavior. The whole, you know, moving away from everybody. Like, I don't know where he stay. I just know it's not in the vicinity of anybody. And the excuses for being in the area – don't add up you know um but i don't know it's a tough thing because uh men in general especially black men deal with depression a little different whether it be from drinking or just um smoking a lot or you know the anger or something uh, I mean, I, I hate to really just single it out, just be like, it's super intense for black men, but men in general really don't handle depression that well. Um, and I think most of the time it might come out in anger or suicide or something like that. Um, but you know, I, I just say that because I'm like, everybody I know go through some shit. I'm still trying to kind of get in touch, but, you know, also on the other hand, you know, you really can't help everybody and, you know, trying to, uh, put, we, none of us know how much time we got here, but we know that you got to put forward, um, you got to utilize your time too. And if it's taking up too much of your time to help people who don't want to be helped, then you know what that means. You got to stop helping them. And uh, that goes with everything because I've uh, done that for a long time, helping people or, um, you know, just putting a lot of encouragement behind people that I have a lot of faith in to do things, you know. Um, But some people flip floppy, you know, you help people one one minute and then they like something and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 next week. What they on? Something else. So, that's something that I uh, definitely uh, try to work on, but we got to get our mental health together. Boop to get, you know? So let's get that together. And speaking of mental health, man, we going to need to really get it together because, um, how is everybody supposed to get together their mental health when everybody got a gun? I saw a Florida thing where they was talking about Florida is about to approve the whole gun thing like Georgia did, like we did here where everybody can basically get a gun. 
and it doesn't fucking matter, which, you know, Florida is the last place that shit need to happen. Last, 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 last. Last. And it's making me real paranoid. And I don't know if other people feel like this. I'm pretty sure they do if I feel like this. And this is just an anxiety, anxious thing. But sometimes when I see people with a gun, and it, and I guess it depends on how they flashing it or whatever, because if it's the motherfuckers, I saw a young kid. I think I told y'all this already. Somebody going into Wendy's with a uh, gun and I saw, but he ain't the first one I've seen like that. Cause younger people like to just be out flashy. Like they waiting for somebody to do something. And them people who got that real, real suspect confidence and, and they walk into gas stations and shit like that. Like, Hey, what, what, you know what I'm saying? Like they, run shit and all that, that shit makes me want to get them before they get me. You know what I mean? Even though they may not be out for me. Who the fuck else feel like that? Because I know other people do. Got to. At this point, I'm terrified to go anywhere (laughs) with groups. And some people might say, can't be scared to live your life. Yeah, you're right. And also you might, um, you know, you may not be shot. You can get shot anywhere. Lots of arguments can be made, but I'll tell you what, <laughs> what argument is true to me? More guns, more killings. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't know if that's a real, if that's a true statistic, though. Let me see. Let me see. Does more guns um, or how should I search this? Is there more killings because of more guns? So uh, apparently it's say more guns equals more death. In a scholarly review of the relationship between gun prevalence and homicide almost 20 years ago, Harvard researchers concluded that available evidence supports the hypothesis. Yeah, so yeah, that's what it is, you know? So we do have a lot of gun deaths. This little article from um, February 2022 says in 2020, suicide was more than half of the gun deaths. Telling you, everybody's like, yes, get the fuck out of America. Anyway, anyway, how? (laughs) that's fucking sad shouldn't have said it like that not that happy of a moment but that's the thing people really feel like they got to get the fuck out right now and um yeah but we're going to fix it i'm telling you i already told you the revolution starting if they ban tiktok i thought it was 100 million strong it's 150 million people on there Take away that kind of free speech and see what happened. I want them to because I really want to see a revolution. I'm so tired of these videos floating around uh, on there like uh, about what's going on in France and other countries that stand up for some of the most tiniest shit that uh, is important, but shit that we probably should have been mad at a long time ago. You know, that's just... It, it, this is crazy 
But uh, this country has turned into the wild, wild, a wicked, 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 boom, 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 <laughs> I don't know. It's just so funny even thinking about uh black people singing about the Wild Wild West. Was there black people? What happened with black people in the Wild Wild West? Black people, the we're going to look it up real quick. Black people in the in the Wild West. Oh, it's saying though it's giving me uh what they say african american cowboy uh it's a picture of a cowboy sitting on a horse in idaho well i mean shit i guess i was wrong it says one out of every four cowboys was black historians now estimate that between 20 to 25 what do you say 20 to 25% of cowboys in the american west were african american what the hell are we doing out there? Right that bat boop boop. boy, give me my goddamn horse. Son of a bitch. Are you trying to goddamn give me my fucking hat? Bitch. Motherfucker, you see this goddamn drippery? <laughs> see this cowboy drip? I don't know why that seemed like such a uh, or black people as cowboys seem like such a brainwashed thing, but I guess, I mean, I guess that's what it is. The Wild West was more diverse than popular Hollywood films and novels will have you believe. There are Native American, Chinese immigrants, African Americans. There was Chinese cowboys. <laughs> I can't even say that one right. I can't even do that. Uh, Look at I was just talking about accents and doing fucking voiceovers and I'm damn sure can't do no Chinese cowboy. Let's go, y'all. <laughs> okay, so that was a thing. What did it say? This is a weird I'm I'm going a little deeper. I'm going a little deeper. Twenty five percent up the cowboys went up the trail. Who is this? Black cowboy in the early 1900s I got a uh photo of that that's gonna be used as the promo that's crazy typically former slaves born into families of former slaves many billion oh is that what's happening I ain't no slave no more <laughs> I ain't no slave no more. Give me a goddamn horse. Give me a goddamn horse. Well, uh, I mean, black people was doing everything, I guess. They really do be blocking history, and that shit is annoying. And it sucks that I'm getting the fucking, I mean, I didn't get this from um, TikTok, but I get a lot of the fucking real shit from TikTok. They be they taking me to school more anyway. I'm learning about what really fucking matters, not the lies. Yeah. 
And like I said, people get checked. So this should say, here's an older, another, uh, I'm just, now I'm just looking at titles of uh, articles that were talking about black cowboys, and this say, black men were cowboys before it was cool. Of course, man. We fucking do everything cool. You know, I was thinking about that the other day because, you know, people um, like to say, you know, they talk about black people and the things they do. And, you know, black people are love fucking Latin culture and Latin people love black culture, too. And it's the same type of shit, you know. Um, and, you know, white people, a lot of times, you know, because of their whole history of what they do and how they've done stuff, white is not a culture. They don't have it. It's just all stolen things from other stuff. But there are some things that uh, there's a lot of things that white people do that is what white people do. And that's their thing. And, you know, uh, some guys that I like a lot, um, the all the guys from uh, Workaholics, another one of my favorite shows. I, I do love Workaholics. But these dudes is their own. I, I like them a lot more than a lot of people because they do their own Everything they have their own sl uh, slang, or at least they make up new slang, and they don't like to do what other people do. But this is all. But a lot of what they do is like their own white boy shit. And sometimes I can hear things that you know they might have picked up from uh, black people, or things that were popular the way people say things, or you know what I mean, whatever. Um, but a lot of what they do is just them. And I think about that shit, and I'm like, man, it ain't too many people that's doing that. They just want to try and be black or something like be you you know they say that i've seen uh black girls say that a lot about white girls because they hate the white girls that try to uh you know you know what i'm talking about try to be like a stereotypical black girl or whatever the case may be and then just not do their own thing and they're like please just be white girl or if you like, uh, you know what I mean. They just want everybody to just be themselves. Or, yeah, just be yourself. I am not trying to be nobody else, you know. But that's what, uh, you, you just got to be yourself. Now, we do take influence from other people. And sometimes we got to finally, like, grow into our own after we get comfortable with ourselves but that's really all it is you know Chill. um but yeah you just got to get comfortable and get into it and hopefully things will uh you know change um digital blackface what the fuck is that i just saw this article talking about digital blackface i guess they're saying that if white people uh using black memes to express themselves i'm assuming that's kind of what it's saying this, uh digital blackface is a practice where white people co-opt online expressions of black imagery slang catchphrases or culture to convey comic relief or express emotions these expressions what one commentator calls racialized reactions our mainstays in Twitter feeds, TikTok videos, and Instagram reels 
and are among the most popular internet memes. Side note, Instagram Reels is the most trash shit ever. You tried to take the fucking TikTok shit. The shit is just so garbage. Everything you're doing there is garbage. Instagram is getting more garbage. Fucking meta, fuck off. Facebook, garbage. Trying to delete the fuck out of that shit. Um, and uh, I got to say more about that because all these fucking apps is garbage, really, except for fucking TikTok. TikTok is beyond superior to all them shits. And I know some of y'all probably tired of hearing about it or tired of me talking about it. But guess what? Get on it then. Get on it and then you t- you holler at me later about that shit. Anyway, back to digital blackface. Involves white people playing. It says digital blackface involves white people play acting at being black. Exaggerated displays of blackness reflecting a tendency among some to see black people as a walking hyperbole. Yeah, I mean, sometimes people use it that way. But you know what, man? I'm trying to see how much I care about it, honestly. Because we already know just just what I just said. Like, we already know that people take it and we do the shit that they think is cool or what the fuck ever, you know. Um, But... what does this say? Defining digital blackface isn't easy. In trying to define digital blackface, it depends on who you talk to. The standard for some is comparable to what one Supreme Court justice once said when asked his test for pornography. I know it when I see it. What? <laughs> this guidance might help. If a white person shares an image online that perpetuates stereotypes of black people as loud, dumb, hyper-violent, or hypersexual, they've entered digital blackface territory. Um, I don't know. That I guess it can go either way. I see it all online. I don't know who some of these motherfuckers are who share it. I don't know if they white or black. You know, uh, memes are funny if they're in the right thing, you know. Comedy is funny to some and not funny to a lot. Um, So, I don't fucking know. Speaking of comedy, that boy Adam Sandler is getting that Mark Twain prize. And a long time ago, I saw Dave Chappelle get that award. That was a really cool... uh, (laughs) It was really cool... It was a really uh, dope presentation, though, for real. Had to switch it to dope because I'm fucking cool. Oh, damn. I went back to cool. Weird. Anyway, shout out to Adam Sandler because he is one of the goats. I do find his movies very funny. Uh, Comedians are very good at doing drama and comedy. Some of the movies aren't. Perfect at all. Some of them are very drawn out, but I know that them jokes had good intentions. But whoever put the shit together kind of fucked up, Jack and Jill. Um, so yeah, that's what that is. Uh but I wanted to say something. 
you know, about the whole um, I want to I'm going to leave with this one more clip because this is a clip that I told myself I was going to leave on Facebook before I fucking leave. But I don't give a shit about none of that shit, honestly. But, you know, Facebook is. um is just garbage. Like I said, circling back, circling back, circling back. Let me show you what this dude say. Just because he cared so much and didn't know how else to show it. So here's something easy we can all do. Take this message that I'm about to say. Repost it, duet, or stitch on TikTok. Download it and post it to other platforms, but make sure to tag your local senators and congressmen and let them know how you feel. Here goes. Hey, Mark, it's all of us again. Listen, I know you've been going through a lot, and it seems like you've been acting out even more than normal. I get it. It turns out the metaverse sucks and people aren't turning to it like you wanted. And it isn't as fulfilling as the thing that we once had. But we need you to move on and find something healthy because what you're doing ain't it. We found a new thing. Something that for the first time in a long time makes us feel good and connected and does things inside of us that you never could. It's not like you didn't try. But knowing ourselves like we do now, we realize that we're not the same people we once were. You can take all the photos and memories off the wall. We've already downloaded them. We've moved on. And you need to do the same. If you care about us as much as you say you do, then let us go. You made a lot of money off of us, and hopefully you can stop using it for world domination and becoming a supervillain. We've moved on, Mark, and so should you. You know he talking about Zuckerberg, of course. So, yeah, get rid of that shit. And um, we're, we've moved on. We have moved on, guys. So, yeah. 420 is uh, coming up, and uh, if you want to come to the cookout, go ahead and uh, reserve your plate for $25. You will get everything on that menu. There are vegan options available. You can go ahead and hit it up on pennypatch.me, or you can go to my IG on the link in the bio. Like and subscribe. Do all that bullshit. Say it's uh fucking I don't know. Uh so does the people and repost and uh, I'll see y'all again and uh, yeah, we're outy five thousand Wait, 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 wait. Wait before I end this. Right before I was about to end this, guess what the fuck happened? They got that boy! Donald Trump is being indicted! Motherfucker! <laughs> oh, they got his ass, and I'm not gonna get into it. I just know that he gonna motherfucking have to have a mugshot and all that dumb shit. I know that there's a relief online. I seen how motherfuckers was acting. And um, I like that they're doing this, and it's 30-something counts, and they got his ass. And um, lock his ass up. Lock his ass up. <laughs> oh, man. Well, now we're out. I'm getting the fuck on out. I'm about to go fishing, you know? Enjoy your day, um, and uh, uh, we're going to elaborate on this shit for sure, um, but you got to tune in next week, to tune in, to tune in, see y'all motherfuckers.